You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. I'm doing this a little later than usual because I'm actually on vacation, but it's all right. I've got you covered with a bunch of information we need to talk about. Oh, yeah. Including the fact it's a beautiful day in Whistler. I'm looking at the webcams and you've got, well, a little bit of cloud there, mostly blue sky. It's going to be a beautiful day, but temperatures looking a little cooler over the next few, aren't they? Looking at a high of maybe just 21 today, 18 tomorrow, 21 the day after that. Well, I think, uh, yeah, temperatures in the low 20s are, are safe to assume. What with yesterday being a high of 27.6, it'll feel a lot cooler. But you know what? That's going to be amazing for hiking along with some alpine biking. Yeah, what with uh, Lord of the Squirrels opening on July 16th. That's exciting stuff for big alpine climbs. Dark, crystal, microclimate, they're going to be a lot easier too with those uh, big exposed sections in the sunshine to do with these cooler temperatures to get after it. Hopefully uh, the bugs aren't too bad, although reports recently (laughs) that they were. Do you know the sun rose at 25 minutes past five this morning? It sets at 11 minutes past nine. And yeah, looking for temperatures potentially even though in single digits overnight, what with these cooler temperatures? So just an FYI with some cloudy periods uh, expected tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, a mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, but otherwise pretty sunny, but nine degrees even expected to be temperatures, yeah, a low temperature coming into dawn but 12 degrees right now in Whistler as of oh 8 or 7 in the morning. In the Alpine, though, looking for a low of 8 degrees today, but a potential high of 24, WB is saying. No, wait a minute, that's the valley forecast. Looking for a high of just 10 degrees in the Alpine. And I can confirm, went out to Russet Lake on Friday night, came back on Saturday. Oh, man, it was absolutely stunning, but a lot cooler than it has been, which, you know, it really was great for the bugs, for one thing. I came away with just one bug bite, which was miraculous at this time of year. So that was a great thing. But yeah, definitely a lot cooler in the Alpine. So plan accordingly, especially if you're doing some alpine biking, uh, I'll get to that shortly from Walker, actually. There's a great video they put out last year to uh, to tell people what to bring on big days in the alpine because, yeah, Lord of the Squirrels and Into the Mystic, those areas on the Sprout Alpine Network are no joke. You need to plan accordingly. Uh, for Roadworks, well, that construction work between Nicholas North Boulevard and Emerald Drive is ongoing. Single lane alternating traffic still causing uh, quite heavy delays during the day. So plan accordingly. Give yourself ample time to what you get to get to where you're going. Take snacks. Yeah. If you're looking for longer distance trips, well, the uh, Duffy Lake, it's in great condition. So is the Hurley actually right now. But to head to Lillooet, the Lillouette, the road north from Lillooet on 99 is technically open. Highway 12 still experiencing closures. You cannot go through the town of Lytton. Avoid doing that drive. You would have to go north and through Pavilion by Marble Canyon to get to Cache Creek. But with the forest fire still happening there, you should be making alternative plans. If you're trying to get into the interior, Highway 3 and the Crow's Nest via the city is going to be your best bet. Uh, yeah. Um, 
so speaking, yeah, of Walker, gosh, they do an amazing, amazing job. Their update, Dan Raymond's update from July 16th is, uh, talks about how they started the, the week at the top of Yummy Nummy and were trying to figure out, yeah, how to address those various braids heading into Comfortably Numb, which is usually used as an escape route. They've been doing a lot of work there. And luckily, Pat's okay after a tree fell on him. Benoit came to the rescue. Whew. But uh, it was Renee's birthday too. Happy birthday, Renee. Gosh, fairy sprinkles on a spice cake. That's delicious. But of course, the main news being that Lord of the Squirrels is open. Uh, but On the Rock still has some sizable snow patches there. So everybody follow the signage and the flagging. It is there for a reason. Peak Chair, Top of the World, they're also open as of July 16th. Absolutely amazing. And, well, I did the flank trail what was it, Wednesday last week for a little hike? Saw the update there from Walker. Uh, man, yeah, uh, it's just amazing how much work you really do put in onto the trails around the valley. And the Otuni ride this week is no joke either. Looking at uh, Danimal North and Binti's on the west side there. So if you're looking for some spice, something really fun to do, it's got obviously a very difficult rating there, but on that 5K distance with a 231-metre climb, you're going to get some great views it's a great ride and some great prizing you always do but some great prizing this week and you've got until friday to get that trail forks badge from walker uh to be able to yeah be eligible for some of that amazing prizing so oh, july 20th already hey it's amazing how much this summer just flies crazy but lots of things to tell you about of uh including that kicking off on the 22nd at the Squamish Lillooet Cultural Centre this week is a carving project. It'll be uh, uh, done by Witness Kawam Redmond Andrews, a live carving and revival of a cedar log that was recovered from Bagliardi Park. So this project incorporates Redmond actually mentoring a young beginner Indigenous carver while being mentored himself by established Indigenous carvers from both the Squamish and Lillooet nations. Uh, so really cool that this project is going underway uh, between July 22nd and July 24th. More information, of course, available on the Squamish Lillooet Cultural Centre's website make sure you check that out and uh, that's in conjunction with whistler.ca as well speaking of which uh, there will be an opportunity to watch the tokyo games some people have been asking what would the olympics kicking off in tokyo on uh, the 23rd of july just three days away there will be well the broadcast due to the time difference will just be daily highlights and replays but that will be happening at the olympic plaza so check out the olympic schedule and event categories there that will be uh, being aired at Olympic Plaza for sure. The uh, other thing I wanted to tell you about, although there was another, well, a couple things here, like for instance, the fact in Squamish, the Squamish Rampage is actually back. It's uh, a climbing uh, non-profit competition and mentorship program that's going to run for the whole month of August. Well, really from the 1st to the 29th after a year long hiatus. If you're a climber and you're super into that, oh gosh, you must be into this event, especially having not had it last year. So the Squamish Rampage is back. The event is normally heavily focused on bouldering, but there will actually be a category for route climbers as well, for interest in the sport, <clears throat> pardon me, and traditional climbing. So look it up. I know a few people have been to that. Tommy Gordet is looking at you. I know you'll be excited. But something that I really took the time to read this week that I really recommend you do as well is an article from the Squamish Chief. And it's about the current staffing levels and also, well, deployment and 
and the the payment scheme happening with paramedics, sea to sky paramedics, and and how everything works here. A few paramedics on the team are local teams in the sea to sky as well, being anonymously interviewed. This is by Braden Dupuy. Hell of an article, Braden, because it's so well researched and really highlights just how terrible, terrible the payment is for for paramedics and how this sort of hierarchy scheme works and and the way people have to respond to call outs outside of their community and and the knock-on effects of that i didn't realize that jordan sturdy actually was a paramedic and he's trying to drum up some interest uh, some interest drum up some extra funding in uh, because it's so chronically underfunded paramedics are so understaffed uh, morale is in the toilet so really interesting article i really highly recommend you read it i can't bring you all the spark notes unfortunately to this podcast but lots happening if you're ever wondering why response times are so slow you'll see why due to that article thanks Braden, for bringing so much attention to that i've got a few whistler birthday shout outs i do i do it was bex webdale's birthday yesterday happy birthday bex you're a freaking superstar i hope you had a wonderful day i know you're on vacation too so i hope you had a cracking start to that hey lou <laughs> and Camilla Castellan and Jenny Kwasnicka. It was your birthday yesterday, along with Vero Hamill down in Squamish. Lots of Whistlerites, but some more coming our way too, including the fact it's Freeman's birthday tomorrow. He's over in New Brunswick now, but a long-term Whistlerite at one point. James Freeman Hansen, it's his birthday coming up, along with Brad Tutton. He's left town, but Aaron Pert. Hey, buddy, I didn't know it was your birthday. Yeah, I did. Coming up in a couple of days, July 22nd. Happy birthday, bud. It's been, uh, yeah, been a while since we had some champagne on the River of Golden Dreams. We should do that again. Sarah Goodman, the wonderful founder and lady CEO behind Chiwi's Chips. You've got to check out, by the way, the tropical flavor of chiwis if you can get a bag there absolutely delicious dehydrated kiwi chips with bits of pineapple and coconut that's my favorite flavor absolutely amazing perfect alpine hiking snack well sarah goodman down in squamish she's always in whistler uh, shredding or biking well she she's the owner of the company absolutely amazing work sarah happy birthday to you in a couple days can't wait for you and uh, Iron Mike's wedding in September. Hee-hee. Ruben's birthday's coming up on July 25th. How about that? But I'll give you a birthday shout-out come Friday. Happy birthday, everybody. Share your birthday with a couple of famous people, actually. It would have been Chris Cornell's birthday, actually, today. But it is Carlos Santana's birthday. He was born... Oh, gosh, when was he born? Mm-mm-mm. I have to figure out the day he was born. It doesn't say here, but he's uh, he's no spring chicken. It's his birthday today, though, along with Kim Cairns. Do you know who Kim Cairns is? She's the woman who sung Betty Davis Eyes. Yeah, killed it. She was born on this day in 1945. Oh, there we go. Santana. Carlos Santana, 1947. Just two years older. But did you know, here's a rockin' good fact from the music industry, that the Billboard, like a magazine, its first comprehensive record chart was actually published on this day, July 20th at 1940. True fact. It is, oh, let me do the quick maths, 81 years old today. So prior to that, bestseller lists were submitted by individual record companies. But Billboard put this new chart combining the top sellers from all major labels uh, on this day. And the first number one was by Frank Sinatra and the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra with I'll Never Smile Again. True fact. Yeah, amazing, hey? Uh, A couple other music facts for you here, but how about that on this day in history as well? There's some good ones here. Um, 
Oh, yeah. A fantastic one that Stinky is going to be super pumped on as well. All these facts, by the way, are brought to you by Stinky's On The Stroll. There's no other place really, is there, to go for apres or all your sporting and thirst needs. But this sporting fact, he'll love too. I know you will, Stinky, because in 1976, Hank Aaron hit his 755th and last home run off Angel's Dick Drago. That was on this day in 1976. True fact. Yeah, cool, hey? Also, a really cool uh, one here because I went to an observatory yesterday, did some amateur astronomy, and fuck, it was cool. We got to look at Saturn along with the Hercules globular cluster, like absolutely mind-blowing stuff. But on this day, also in 1976, same day as Hank Aaron, the US Viking 1 landed on Mars at, that was at Krillis Planitia, but that was the first ever Martian landing that happened on this day in 1976. Yeah, I know, just mind-blowing facts. Thanks, Stinky, always for bringing us these facts. You absolutely kill it. And I've got a track for us to kind of round up today because the, uh, well, the band that I want to share a track from today, this track actually came out in January. It's called All or Nothing by DZ Death Rays, but I'm super into DZ Death Rays. Their last album came out oh, two years ago, but they've got more new music on the way. Their latest album was Positive Rising Part 1, but they've released four studio albums. Their first came out, that was Bloodstreams, their debut album in April 2012. DZ Death Rays are out of Australia, they're out of Brisbane, but a really cool like punk but also dancey kind of feel to them. And if you haven't checked them out before, that's why they're in this month's playlist with their track All or Nothing. I really hope you dig it. I hope you have a fantastic day. And I wonder, do you know why uh, eggs don't tell jokes? Well, they'd crack each other up. Hey, bada bing. You, you know what I'm going to uh, be enjoying? This is vacation. You know what I'm going to be enjoying this afternoon? I'm going to be enjoying a wonderful OG box from Picnic Whistler. I can't advocate for how amazing this product is for during the summer, the winter, whenever. Amy and her husband do such a phenomenal job but do it putting this together. Picnic Whistler. And you can gift one of these OG boxes to somebody super deserving that you just want to pay it forward to. Okay, so get your nominations in. Have a think. Do you know anybody who's done something amazing for the community, who's gone, you know, above and beyond to do something totally, I don't know, like, you know, selfless. That's what we want at Be Vocal About a Local. Get your nominations in. If you know somebody who's just gone above and beyond and you want to nominate them for some amazing prizing... From Picnic Whistler, can't advocate how amazing this will be. Make sure you get your nominations in to thewhistlepulse at gmail.com or, you know, get in touch with me on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, make sure you get your nominations in. Think of someone thinks selfless and who's been selfless and you can be selfless too. Give them a give them a prize. But speaking of selfless, there's one thing I completely forgot to mention. So sorry about what's happening at the food bank. That's right. What with the Whistler's Farmer's Market happening on Sundays. If you're trying to make ends meet and you're struggling to eat healthy on a tight budget. The food bank is open for drop-ins. That was yesterday from 1.30 to 4.30 and with tons of fresh produce rescued from the Whistler Farmers Market. Look for that happening on Mondays at the food bank. Again, the Whistler Community Services Society doing so much for a lot of the community really in a tight spot right now. So tons of veggies from that. Well done Whistler Farmers Market for making that happen as well. Wow. Happy Tuesday, team. Have yourself a wonderful day. Get those nominations in for Be Vocal About a Local. Hum, nom, 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 nom. 
The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.